In July, I received a full sleep makeover from our friends at RemFit. They sent me everything, mattress, pillow, sheets, and even a really cool sleep monitor. And I must say, RemFit is a game changer. I've been sleeping so much better. The way their mattress supports your hips is exactly what the doctor ordered. It's like no mattress I've ever laid on before, and I've laid on quite a few. Do yourself a favor. Check out the full product line at RemFit.com. That's R-E-M. FIT.com. Use my code Ackerman15 and you'll save 15% on everything you buy. Nobody wears cotton shirts when they work out, so why are you sleeping in cotton sheets? RemFit is changing the sleep game completely. I've partnered with RemFit because I know sleep and recovery are important and they're the industry leaders in creating a cool, clean, and comfortable sleep environment. You have to check out their new smart pillow. Zeke, that's Z-E-E-Q, with Bluetooth speakers, six-axis gyroscope, and snore intervention technology. It's a pillow with more technology than the Apollo spacecraft. Seriously, check it out, remfit.com, R-E-M-F-I-T.com. Use my code, Ackerman15. It's time for some squat therapy. You're a host, Jason Ackerman, P-I-M-P. Baby Jesus, break it down with the interesting mind. CrossFit's OG, he's one of a kind. Coaching, training, and mobility. Each episode a quest of virtuosity. Relevant CrossFit topics and stellar guests. He'll leave you wondering what he's going to say next on squat therapy. We're live. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back to Jerk Block Talk. Uh, today we have a little bit of a... I'm excited about this show. We have a guest appearance from one Jason Ackerman, my man right here. Um, so uh, for today, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to step outside the walls of the gym, and we're going to dive in a little bit on uh, nutrition. And I really, really wanted to have Jason on the show, a little bit of background about uh, how he and I know each other. Uh, we've been working on seminar staff together for three years, maybe, almost. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. So, um, But, uh, you know... I'm, uh, you know, Jason, I look up to Jason, very, very successful as a business owner, as a coach, um, has really, really started doing some cool things in the world of nutrition, and I just think it would be very, very valuable for a lot of those new folks, uh, maybe you're a gym owner, you want to start helping people with nutrition, and I don't think there's anybody, you know, arguably better at this point to talk to you about just some of the, the ways to kind of approach that kind of stuff. So, Jay, if you don't mind... You know, there's maybe like one or two people in America who don't know who you are. So for those one or two people, why don't you kind of give them a little bit of background on, you know, your journey, CrossFit, who you are, and kind of where you are today and what you're doing now. Absolutely. I'm a little confused by all those nice things you said about me, but... It's not... It's not I don't say those things often. Oh, you don't. You don't. So I was like, is he setting me up for something? Is this real? Um, and, and, you know, my story is long, but if we talk... More specifically about CrossFit, I found it in 2007, coming from a, I was a, I was a very dedi- dedicated and decorated high school athlete. Very <laughs> funny story. Someone actually told me that in like all seriousness, like, no, 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 I was a high level high school athlete. So, uh, you know, I grew up wrestling in high school, did it a little in college and completely Screwed up my metabolism, found CrossFit, got hooked on it. I was a personal trainer and started implementing it immediately to my clients. Within six months, I had opened my first affiliate in 2007. 
opened two others later on. So I've owned three affiliates in New York, now reside in Florida, and I, w- I work for CrossFit just like you on the seminar staff. And when I'm not doing that, I'm helping people with nutrition. So really what started was with me fine-tuning my nutrition, and I've run the gamut as far as diets are concerned from Weight Watchers to Ketogenic to Paleo to Zone, I've done them all and found flexible eating. And it's it's kind of just like when you find CrossFit, people start doing it and then you can't shut up about it. And that was probably me with flexible eating. And in addition to that, people were noticing a change. I wasn't always as jacked and tan as I currently am. So, <laughs> I, you know what? So if you, guys, if you guys don't know, at this point, Jason, never ever wears a shirt. I but don't. If you want to catch any of his, his book rants, um, I'm never really sure if he's wearing, I know he's not wearing a shirt. I'm always kind of in my mind wondering if you're wearing pants or not. So the, it's, it's always just. The only reason I wear pants is because I live close to my mom and she stops by and I have a window at my door. <laughs> so I don't mind like, I'll be naked when I know she's like, if I'm just kind of doing stuff and the landscapers will see me, I don't care, whatever. But I, I don't have that kind of relationship with my mother. That's the big concern. That's 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 a good thing. You don't want that kind of relationship. Yeah, nor should anybody. Uh, yeah. So so, uh, so so real quick. Uh, so you you recently just published uh, a book. So I, I'm going to let you plug that at the end, and we'll talk about that a but little just, bit. But j- just to be clear, the book's not published yet. I have a video series out. When's the book coming out? Oh, it's like editors and nonsense hopefully two months i mean I'm, I'm i'm hoping for a month but if i say two months i hope that's when it's coming out the, the big thing that i've been promoting right now is a video series so i have a video series out there that people can watch and start to understand flexible eating all right so scratch that no book out yet not published video series but what we'll do is um we i'll go back and edit this and when the book does come out we will link it up and i will put it uh, link to this video so you guys can go check it out. Um, cool. And good it, shit. It'll all be around this. And, You'll be able to find it, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be New York top, you know, bestseller list. Yeah, just so. go on the top. You know, you'll walk in, if you're at the airport, it'll be one of those books that are just, uh, you feel compelled to buy. <laughs> it'll be right there next to GQ. Um, all right, cool. So let's dive in here for a second. And so for those of you watching, uh, again, th- this whole channel, everything we do here is about giving you tools to 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 become a better coach and, and the nitty gritty stuff, not just kind of like high level stuff. Um, but we do we will talk about that too. So for those most of you that know or have been to Level One Course, primarily what we uh, what we preach there is the Zone Diet. There's a lot of other stuff that, uh, that's out there as well. Um, you know, RP working against gravity macros, you know, flexible eating uh, that Jason has created. Um, so first things first, let's start with the kind of initial interaction, Jay. So, so there, those of you who don't know, so Jason, had you have a master's degree in psychology too, correct? Correct. Yeah, so um, not only just educated in the fitness realm, but pretty savvy on the psychology of how this stuff works and how to approach it with people in order to make them uh to very successful so you know really what i wanted to bring jason on the show was for is is kind of 
tactically how to approach that and how what you've found most successful with introducing people to trying to start dieting into making that full-blown conversion and then keeping them on track so everybody knows that you know it's not necessarily like the easiest conversation to have with folks about like all right i want to fix my i want to fix my diet and you're like uh all right well, let's you how do you eat and you're like i eat good and you're just like what the fuck do you eat you know so so can you talk about that a little bit kind of like the initial conversations that you had and what you found to be most successful with people to kind of to get them on board yeah absolutely and, and it's really as you know when you coach i've literally coached thousands of people as you have you know in in my career and everyone responds a little bit differently but nutrition is we say like politics and religion don't talk about it because everyone has their belief and i've learned that for some reason i think it's just because you eat like everyone eats so because of that we've been eating our entire lives we think we know everything about it it's like the only topic out there that you think you know more than everyone else about and you know, so if, if I'm trying to relate it more specifically to a box where this is, you know, the type of people that are, are listening it's, and I've done it for years, you, you, you talk to someone and say, how do you eat? And like you said, 99% of the time, the, the response is, I eat good. And Coach Glassman, I eat good. Coach Glassman used to say, I don't ask you how you eat to know anything about your nutrition, but I want to know if you're going to lie to me. Because just like you, just like me, we know if someone's eating good based on how they look. Let's not BS. If you're 30 pounds overweight and you tell me you look good, you're either a liar or you just don't know any better. I can help with both of those because of my psych degree. But, <laughs> but you know, that's, a, that's a, the common thing. I eat good. And, and, and that's really what I try to do. You said earlier all of these different diets, and, and they're really one and the same Flexible eating, macros, if it fits your macros, RP is very similar. It's really just about understanding how much you're eating. And I feel compelled a lot because we're on seminar staff to, to talk about the zone. The zone is great. I've done the zone for years. I think there's a lot to be gained by doing the zone. I think you can do your macros in zone proportion. The zone, what's, what's different from the zone to macros is you're eating in that ratio 40-30-30. With, with, with flexible eating or macros, you're just making sure you eat the right amount of food at the end of the day. So anyway, you... Yes, you're looking total caloric. You're looking total caloric at, at, at the day versus that meal in zone. Correct, correct. But I, but, I, but I recommend people trying that because you learn a lot about how your body reacts hormonally by eating in the right ratios. You know, but... but Nutrition is one of those things where, as, as a coach, I think it's important to always, always be leading by example. You know, I've, I don't think you need to be the fittest CrossFitter in the world to be a great coach, but you better be working on it. And that goes for your nutrition or your squat. Don't, I don't, I look up to anyone that's coaching me. One of my best coaches at Albany CrossFit was, started at 400 pounds. He was not a good athlete. He never had pull-ups. He lost 200 pounds, though, and he was very well-respected because he made a change in his life, and, he, and he, people could see that. You don't need to be the best, but you need to be trying, and the same goes for nutrition. You should be trying, and you should be leading by example. So walk the walk, just like anything else. I mean, you have to, you have to do it. It's like CrossFit. Like, nobody's going to 
respect you as a CrossFit coach if you're over there doing bicep curls in the corner. You know, so I, I agree with you there. The other thing that I think, and I think you agree with this, is that there's a lot of people that are, you know, especially in the nutrition world, again, it's like politics and religion. Like, it's all or nothing. Like, I'm all in this diet. And what I think people make, where I personally think people make the mistake is, they are all in on whatever that is. And when you ask them about something else, by and large, they don't know anything about it because they haven't taken the time to learn it. So I'm a big fan of like knowing and trying all of them. Like, like my wife, she crushes it, dude, because she's done them all, dude. She's done them all for extended periods of time. And the value there is the zone's not going to work for everybody for, for a lot of reasons. And it can, it can work for everybody, but it may not necessarily work for that person at that time, at that stage in their life. So maybe it's RP, maybe it's flexible eating. Maybe it's one of those things. But if all of you know is zone or paleo, well, then that person's shit out of luck because you don't have enough tools to provide them. I think I think that's a great, great point, and, and that's something that needs to be said. And that was really why I'm so passionate about this is because it's the first diet in my 38 years that allows me to look, feel, and perform my best while not going crazy mentally and not feeling deprived and eating foods I enjoy. And I, and I think that's what you said is, is spot on. You need to try everything. One, you know, one thing I've learned through this, and you might relate to this, in 2007, if you walked into Albany CrossFit, it was dirty. There was no rogue fitness. You know, it was all handmade and Craigslist equipment. And if you weren't willing to do CrossFit and CrossFit only, I didn't want you there. And then it became, if you're not willing to do paleo, get out of here. You know, I literally remember a time where I made a vegetarian cry. Because I was like, you're an idiot for not eating meat. <laughs> you know, and do I still that's, think... That's still true. Yeah. Still, that hasn't changed. That's No, but what has changed is I, I can respect other people's opinions now. And, and, and I think that holds true outside of the body. You know, these are really, you should, this is a life lesson show, Fern. This is not just, this is coaching in life. But... It, well, it, well, so no, that's, so we joke, but that, that, so a lot of the things here are, again, not just in the box setting, you know, like we're, I've, I've got an interview with, uh, with, uh, Ziona Hansen, like she's the CEO for Barbells for Boobs, but you, you'd be, you'd be losing your damn mind if you think there's nothing to be learned from the CEO of a million dollar corporation. Like the coaching is coaching. I don't, I don't care what you're coaching. Like absolutely, it's coaching. You know, you so, know, and, and uh, I'll give you a specific example. You know, um, I started working with this this girl at the local box, and she dates one of the coaches. She's a great girl. And, and my approach to flexible eating is you should be able to eat anything. There's, I eat Pop-Tarts and Oreos, but I eat them in moderation. I, you know, we post pictures of our donuts like we post pictures of our PRs. I rarely post my mislifts because I'm probably not recording them. Or if I miss, I don't put them up. I post the, the good ones. My donuts are like my PRs of food. I'm going to eat a salad tonight, but I'm not going to post a picture of it because no one gives a fuck about a salad. But it's true. Like, everybody wants to eat donuts. Um, so, you know, her mindset was, Jason, I can't do this because I can't eat bad. And it, part of me wants to grab her and be like, well, stop eating these bad foods when you're over your numbers. Eat Oreos, but you can only have two. But I've learned not everyone has that mindset, and that's and that's part of coaching as well. You can relate that to CrossFit. That was a big mindset change of mine. You know, when when I coach other coaches outside of a level one, and even even at times sprinkling it 
in at a level one is this has to be the most fun someone has in their day. Look, you and I are so lucky in the fact that we get to coach other people for a living. Like I get people like, oh, you, you don't you hate having to stand at your kitchen, you know, and be with, on Facebook all day? Yeah, I'm helping other people. This is far better than your desk job where you have a boss yelling at you and you someone stole your stapler. You know, like this is this is awesome. I my TPS reports. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, but but. Like I said, in 2007, it was, man, you don't want to try to make regionals, you shouldn't be coming here. This is CrossFit. You know, and now it's like people want to scale. They want to do this. I'm like, this is your workout. I will give you my best recommendation. My number one priority is to keep you safe. My second priority is I want you to leave here, and I want you to be like, I don't know why, but I can't wait to come back. And that's what I tell people. This needs to be – and I still see so many coaches. They take it personally, and they're they're throwing like – their beliefs on these other people. This mom that has four kids and this is her one hour away from from that insanity and she just wants to have fun and, and ultimately, you know, feel good, look good and whether or not she does a 24-inch box jump or a 20-inch or 95 or 85 is far less important than her leaving here wanting to come back again. Yeah. And it's the same, you know, long rant but it's the same with nutrition it has to work for you yeah good so first two takeaways you know you got to walk the walk if you're not doing that stuff it's really really going to be hard for you to pitch somebody on it number two you need to be educated on on all of the stuff you know i like to always you know kind of compare everything to crossfit because everybody gets that right so like you know is it high bar or low bar back squat well it fucking depends like it's not always the case right like so you know you need to have all those tools so that you can apply that tool to the right person at the right time. Um, so know it all, like practice it, try it out, fuck it up, like make some mistakes. I think everybody's so afraid to make mistakes because they get in a groove on something and it's like, change it, see what happens. Like there might be something better past that. And I think everybody kind of loses sight of that. Um, you know, and cool. so that, 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 go ahead. no, that, I think you, you just, you know, you nailed it. It's, 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 it's gotta be different tool. You know, there's, there's nutrition code, you know, we always will tell you what's the best cue, the one that works. And nutrition is no different. You, you know, when I dealt with that girl, I had to know to come at her in a soft manner. She had just fought with another coach about it. And I needed to be the one that, you know, whether or not I agreed with her, it's just I knew what she needed in that moment. And you you know, it's like, I'll ask you, what, what percentage of coaching is just understanding how to deal with people? Fuck all of it. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, let's be real. Like we, we, psyche, right. But we have to know, coach psyche, people to get their knees the out. Yeah. So you, I mean, you have to understand movement, all of those things. But again, like if you're a dick and you can't, and you can't relate to people on their bad day, then they're not receptive to what you have to say anyway. So the greatest cue in the world is not going to work for that person whose dog just died and you're yelling at them because you just want them to do their burpees faster. Like you need to be able to read people, read their emotions, understand when and how to apply pressure and when to just back off and say, Hey, you know what? For today, that's good enough. Like just because that's because of where you're at. And I would, I would argue that coach Glassman would say that's probably the most important part. You know, we obviously we want to perfect and improve human movement. That's what the level one's all about. But you know, Coach Glassman will you know tell you when you're talking about a box down the road. Yeah, they're doing more business than you because the people are having a whole lot more fun than you. You can be the yeah, best coach in the world. 
if, if you're not fun, if, you're, if people don't want to be around you, you're not going to have any business. Is that why you sold your boxes? Because nobody wanted to be around you? It was anymore. sad. It was sad. <laughs> no, I mean, and, and I, 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 I truly think if I would go back 10 years and open again with this, what I've learned, it would be the biggest box in the world. I mean, anyone can say that, but I was such yeah. an asshole in 2007. Like, knocking Zumba, knocking yoga, knocking Pilates, and it's like, man, you, I'm just happy you're getting off the couch and being happy and healthy. That's really... Do, do I think CrossFit is the best path to fitness and health? 100%. There's no, there's no amount of Pilates, yoga, and Zumba that will get you in better shape than CrossFit. But Pilates, yoga, and Zumba trumps someone that doesn't want to get off the couch. Yeah, for sure. Like I have this thing where I see people, you know, anybody just walking down the street and I'm driving and it's like good for you. Like yeah. I don't care that you're not I don't care that you're not my gym, I care that you're just trying. Like you exactly. know. So anyway. Um, so so let's talk about when you are kind of bringing somebody in or kind of onboarding, like what are some of the first things that you find out about folks in order to start getting them down the path? You know, like are you asking for food logs or like how direct or indirect is that interaction with folks? I mean, at this point, I have a unique interaction, but if I were doing it from the box perspective again, I would, you know, you have to find out their goal weights. You know, for, so for flexible eating, I want to understand what macronutrients they need, protein, carbs, and fat. And, the, you know, one thing that will tell you at the level one, and this holds true for, for zone and for flexible eating, is the most important thing you could do is start somewhere. I don't care if you're at 11 blocks or 13 blocks or, you know, X macros or these macros, most people are making progress when they start flexible eating simply because they're weighing and measuring and bringing some accuracy to their diet. So I would, I would understand where their goal weight is, understand what their typical week or so of activity looks like, and then from there, I'd probably just have them download any one of the tracking apps. I have no affiliation with them. I recommend MyFitnessPal just because I've gotten really good at using it. I'd say, hey... Download MyFitnessPal, track what you eat right now for three days. And then we start to understand. And I can promise you, if you're listening to this, most likely you undereat and most likely you don't get nearly enough protein. That's been the two things I've seen across the board. And I don't think that's, yeah, and I think that's with every diet. You know, people look at the zone and they're just like, well, that's not a lot of food. But like, if you actually put somebody on the right prescription for the zone like I don't know many people that go on to that and are doing it prescribed and they're who are not like fuck that's a lot of food like 19 blocks is a lot of food it's, I mean it's particularly if you're trying to eat like whole foods I mean you could make it small volume but yeah I, I think most people have no concept of how much they're not eating everybody thinks they're eating a ton of food and it's like no like you're not you're not feeding yourself appropriately for what you're trying to do and what you're trying to achieve it's amazing hands down the biggest thing i've learned is how much people under eat it's crazy like they you know have this feeling of i need to lose weight i need to eat less and then almost always when they start eating more their body reacts and they start losing weight it's incredible and they and they feel better of course they feel better yeah. they far more energy because they're, they're fueling your body. Cool. So as far as those coaches, I think the takeaway for that piece is, and I, I, think I like what you said earlier, was um, 
and you've given the, the lecture at level one, you know, a lot of people like to get real wrapped around the axle around, you know, how to get the right measurement. Like what's the exact count. And I told people, I'm like, it does like, you know, I don't want to sound cavalier, but like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like Definitely. just put the line in the sand and start there. You know, you can spend all of this time trying to figure out like, what's the perfect place to start. And then really, I mean, you've seen this, what they've done is they literally just talk themselves out of starting because now they've made it so fucking complicated. They're like, this is too much. And it's just like, no, 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 don't do all that. Just fucking start here. We're going to figure out if it's wrong or right anyway in the process of doing all of this. And I think everybody forgets that and they make it super, super complicated and, and very, very intimidating out of the gate instead of just, you know, just start here. And I, I would even argue, Mike, tell, just tell people right out of the gate, like, this is not where we're going to end. Like, we're going to change this. We just have to find some data points based on this, and then we're going to move on. That's exactly what I what I tell them. It's right now we have no data. You know, and it's the same analogy in that same lecture where it's like, hey, if you do functional movements and you never kept track of your weights, are you going to get fitter? Absolutely. You know, you're going to be stronger. You're going to get healthier. But we don't know. We can't quantify it. Where with with flexible eating, it's the same thing. Even if we give you the wrong numbers, but you're tracking, now we have data. We can say, okay, you ate this much food. This is what happened. Now we know how to adjust. Cool. So you get that data point, and then, or so you say, you, you ask for roughly three days worth of, uh, of a logbook, and then from there, once you kind of give their prescription, how long do you ride that prescription before you decide to make some changes in whatever it is that they're doing? You know, it's a little different for everyone, but at a minimum, two weeks. Unless something really crazy is happening, two weeks. Say two weeks? Two okay. weeks. Unless something's like they're dropping crazy weight or gaining weight or feeling terrible, it, two weeks is at least the start that I need to say, okay, let's – um. Let's give it time because, as you know, anytime you change your nutrition, you're going to feel different. Not always bad. Maybe you'll feel great. The, the one thing I've noticed pretty commonly is when people start eating this right amount of food, they feel great. Yeah. Now, is there – going back to that dropping weight, is, the, is there something – is there a weight that you're uncomfortable with? So in the first two weeks, they're dropping an incredible amount of weight. Is there something where you're like, whoa, 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 whoa that's, that's too much? Yes and no. It depends on the, you know, I've had people that are coming at me with 300 pounds that have dropped eight pounds in the first week. And I'm like, okay, that's probably a lot, but you were a pretty big person. So the first week, sometimes you see a, a substantial drop and it's just, it's usually water weight and their body changing. But, but I take the approach, this is slow and steady. You know, I had someone just message me today and she was like, should I start a, should I do a detox or a cleanse or something? instead and I was like yeah if you want to reach out to me again in a month with the same problem you know it's yeah. it's th- this should be slow and steady there's no quick fix it's just like, like CrossFit. Trying get, just trying to get fit to go try CrossFit yeah it, it, you're never going to be ready until you step into the doors of the box for CrossFit where you start doing this and it's not going to be fast but because it's not fast it's going to be forever yeah. if you I can lose 20 pounds tonight literally start sweating, not eat, and I know I'm going to have that back on tomorrow. That's not a real 20 pounds. That was water weight. Yeah. If, if, yeah. 
The average person, one to two pounds. Maybe if you're a little bit heavier, three pounds. But if you're losing much faster than that, I want you to slow it down to ensure it's good quality weight we're losing. Cool. So, so we'll fast forward a little bit. So we've got this person on. We went two weeks. We, maybe we've gone a little bit longer. We've gone six, eight weeks. They're, so they're, we're getting the kind of the gains that we wanted there. And now we start to see that plateau. And again, regardless of what we're doing, we're probably going to see that at some point. What for you, you know, and we can, and you can pitch flexible eating here, dude. I don't care. Like this is, you know, what what is usually your first go to um, adjustment when you look at that? And be like, okay, we're starting to level off here, but we're still not where we want to be. I'm gonna adjust what. For, for most people, when they start to level off, and, and obviously you said I could pitch flexibility, it's all that I yep. do. You know, this is, I, I firmly believe in it, and with the, this is a big part of what I, why I believe in it, because most people, to get closer to their goal weight, they have to eat more. So something that's a little mind-blowing is when I started this, and you know me back then, I was about 170 pounds, and I was chubby. Like, people... No one ever thought I was. I didn't have my shirt off as much, but I was the guy that can do well in CrossFit but didn't look like the top CrossFitters in, at your box, not at like a high level, like amongst my peers. At 170 pounds, when I started, I was eating 1,900 calories based on my macronutrients. Right now, I'm about 144, and I eat about 3,000 calories. So if you sit down for a second and digest that, I'm 25 pounds lighter eating over 1,000 calories more. And so let's talk about the calories real quick because I want to I kind of dispel some myths there. So a lot of people get their, their caloric need, right? So they're like, I need you know, 1,500 calories or whatever. And I think the mistake they make is so that you know, a lot of people are like, well, my basal metabolic rate. Number one, that's a, that's a rest. That's like what you need to like be – sedentary in bed to not like wither away Correct. so a lot of people are just miscalculating like the actual need to do exercise or to do anything other than just be a fat piece of shit on the couch and that's why they're not getting what they want out of it they're not they're not losing the weight that they want they're not getting the gains in the gym and they're not getting the body composition that they want and people want to come back to well but i'm supposed to be eating this much like anything more than that is is too much because this is my metabolic or my yeah this is my metabolic rate that I'm that I should be burning on a daily basis but they they fundamentally don't understand that they're, they're you know for lack of better terms they're ignorant on what that need actually is yeah absolutely that's just to, like you said stop yourself from withering away in addition to that a calorie is not a calorie you know for the and that's why that is why the zone is important you know think about if I said okay you have to eat 2,000 calories today and you decided to try to eat those 2,000 calories from Twizzlers only versus a well-balanced diet, you're going to feel a whole lot different, and your body's going to utilize that differently. So it's important. Well, the other thing, is, the other thing about that is, so if you're just looking at caloric, caloric intake, the other thing that is like is intake of those two things is entirely different. Like I could eat 2,000 calories in Twizzlers, and quite frankly, it's probably not a lot of food. But if I'm going to intake 2,000 calories of whole foods, that's an undertaking. Like, that's going to take some work. Like, I'm going to have to sit down and, like, you know, strap on a weight belt and get serious about fucking eating, you know, re- a lot of food, you know? And I don't, I don't think people understand that. Like, a lot of people just underestimate volume when you turn to higher quality foods. 
Exactly. And, you know, and that's a big part of it. It's not just 2,000 calories of Twizzlers. Is, you're gonna, you know, are you going to feel bad? I don't know. I mean, I don't think you're going to feel bad by that volume of Twizzlers. You're going to feel bad by the fact that your body didn't get a good variety of macro and micronutrients. But like you said, you're, and then you'll probably be hungry a couple hours later. Where, well, that's what, I was, that's what I was alluding right. to is that the volume plays, you know, satiating hunger is a big part of this whole equation. Absolutely. Being hungry. And I know for me personally, there are days where I've ate, say, a slice of cheesecake that was a big percentage of my macros for the day. And I was hungrier later, but it was, it, you know, I made that decision more for my mental benefit than my physical benefit. Yeah, and it was delicious. That was the other Oh yeah. Well, then, you know, but that's but that's my big take and my angle of flexible eating. For for thirty years or 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 so, I would have stayed away from that. Or had I had cheesecake, it's a cheat day, which also is a little bit messed up mentally. But now with flexible eating, I can eat that. I just have to understand what that represents to my body and to my numbers that day. But. There's no more days of deprivation and depriving yourself of foods because that's what stops people from being successful. The reason so many people I've worked with are hitting their goals is not because anything I'm doing is magic or groundbreaking. It's just setting them up for success to continue longer. It would be the same as being a good CrossFit coach that challenges your people but keeps them safe. If they're safe, they're going to keep coming into the box. You know, this, the safety in this piece is the safety from themselves and from going crazy eating chips and drinking and this and that. So rather than having a bag of chips, you can have a serving or two of chips. But you know, if that, if that serving of chips is what keeps you back on track tomorrow, I not only want you to have it, I need you to have it. Because as soon as you start depriving yourself, we're right down that bad road. I think that's an important part just from a psychological standpoint is like not necessary. So there's some people that can go cold turkey, but like that, those people are few and far between. So cold turkey, like there's a small percentage of people that are like, I'm doing it, I'm in, full blown, and they'll never look back. The rest of us are like, you know, I really fucking want some Doritos like, or I want French fries or whatever. So it's like just figure out where it works in with them. But, and you've been doing this longer than I have is from the nutrition standpoint – People are more likely to fall off if you do wholesale exclusion of all of the things that they've been eating for 30, you know, average CrossFitters probably late 20s, early 30s at this point. So you're, now we're combating 30 years of habits. I mean, good fucking luck going cold turkey on some of that stuff. Right. And that's, and you know, the whole 30 sets people up for failure for that reason. And, and again, I think the Whole30 has a ton of positive benefits if done right. But people look at the Whole30 as a way to lose weight and diet when really it's a way to determine if you have allergies and autoimmune responses. You know, any, anything that has a number in it, Whole30, Detox 21, or all these things imply that on day 22 or day 31, you're going to go crazy. You know, it's really what it is. Like, I've done the whole 30. It's like, just make it to day 31. Just make it. Just make it. And then you go nuts. But in reality, you're just, you know, the purpose of that is to 
you know, whether it's to get rid of sugar in your body or to figure out, okay, well, I am allergic to gluten. They both have positive reactions if done right. Yeah, I would agree. Again, I think it goes back to implementation and knowing as much about all of those things as, as possible. Um, would you get the, so this is one that comes up fairly regularly, not so much in the seminar setting. I think the folks there are, are a little bit more educated. So the question doesn't pop up, but in the gym, I, I think there's a lot of box owners that have this, um, you know, the, the folks that aren't necessarily overweight, right? So we have my, we have my, my people that are not overweight, but clearly they're not healthy, you know, and they're not performing the way they should. But the argument is always like, I've got a high metabolism. I can, I can basically, you know, I can, I can eat through this just because my body's just burns a lot of calories. Like what's your, I have my thoughts on that or kind of how I handle it, but I don't know if you get that. Cause I, you know, most, a lot of people that you deal with are not in, are not necessarily in the CrossFit community, correct? Yeah. I mean, I'd say 50, 50 at this point. Okay, cool. So it's, I think it's good to have that perspective so that people understand that it's not just people that are in the box every day, that there's, you're dealing with some folks that are just, you know, living life and not yeah, doing constantly very functional intensity. Yeah, I have a couple of 60 and 70-year-old women that are literally just trying to lose a little weight. Um, no, you know, that mentality is kind of outdated of like, oh, I'm skinny, so I'm in shape. You know, my reaction to that would be check your biomarkers. You know, if you are in the, in the CrossFit space, well, how's your performance? Like, cool, you're ripped and you can back squat 135. You're not fit. You know, there's a, you know, I mean, maybe for a girl, but you know, we've all seen that dude that's like shredded, you know, and he, and he can't deadlift his body weight, you know, and if we talked about the sickness, wellness, fitness continuum, we'd say, you're sick, dude. Like if you can't deadlift your body weight, there's something wrong with you. And, yeah. and then if you're in the CrossFit world, the big takeaway I give them is great. Even if you are moderately fit and you're ripped, but could you be better? Could you yeah. be better? And there's no person on this planet that eating the right amount of food for your body is going to not help. Yeah. Cool. Um, trying to think of what else I wanted to ask you. I think we covered most of it, man. Um, well, good, because I have a phone call to hop on. Okay. No worries. Um, so what, is there anything else you want to wrap up with, dude? I mean, this has all been good stuff. I think a lot of this stuff is valuable to the box owners. But, you know, specifically some of the newer folks haven't been around a while who aren't really sure what to do. And they're like, do I do zone? Do I do paleo? And the answer is start chipping away at all of those mm -hmm. things. Like you need that education, again, so you can apply it at the right time for the right person. I would, um, I would and, say, you, you know, for a box owner, I mean, here's the reality. I'm very, very biased to flexible eating. I think everyone should be doing it. I think it's the easiest, best way to create long-term sustainable nutrition. But if you're not sure about it, you should certainly try it yourself. And if you still aren't sure about it, try other things. You know, try. I know what the downfalls to paleo were for me, and I know they were very similar for other people. Same for the zone. You know, and I, and I've learned from those mistakes. You know, I have plenty of people that I work with now that are like. For years, you told me to do paleo. I was like, "Guess I fucked up." Sorry, you know. Like, yeah, changed my mind. I experimented, yeah. and I, I found something more effective for me. So now I'm going to try to give you that tool. And it's no different. Again, going back to like CrossFit, like there is some shit that we would do for workouts six or seven years ago that I would fucking never do now. Like that's just that. Would, they were just shitty ideas. I'm like, 
but we didn't know any better. We were testing the waters, so and, and it's so, no different. You know, how do we end our fitness lecture? You know, we're fitness whores. If something works better, we're going to use it. In my opinion, yeah. it works better. And and for that reason, I'd you know, if I give a little plug, the plug would be if you're if you're wanting to try this, download just my videos and, and learn how to do it yourself. It's um, you'll put the link up. I'll send you the link, but it's just um, join dot the flexible eating nation dot com backslash case dash study. You'll put it up. I'll send it to you. But, super, super fucking long. Nobody's gonna remember that. I know. Just we'll click the link. You'll click the link and we'll you'll, you'll get it. What I'll do is I'll put the link right there and we'll link it up. So um, and uh, in order it'll be there. So um, cool. Uh, so if you guys have um, questions for Jay on on flexible eating, what I'll do is we'll I will link a bunch of stuff to his website so you guys can contact him if you have questions. If you have um, you know, more questions about just how to facilitate some of those conversations in the box, you know, put the stuff in the comments and, uh, and I'll get it and I'll forward it to Jay and, and, and we'll get you guys some answers. But, um, yeah. That'd awesome. Dude. I appreciate it, man. Cool. Good yeah. I'll shit. give you all my information so you can give it to your listeners. And I love, you know, just like you, I do this cause I love it. So don't hesitate to reach out. Awesome guys. We will see you next time. See ya.